Well, welcome to this episode of Positive Leadership. Wow, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been over a month. I did my last podcast in September. Wasn't planning on having a little bit of healthcare issues, but those are behind me right now. So, again, welcome to Positive Leadership. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Martin. And what I would like to talk about today, the title of the podcast today is Leading Across the Generations. You know, it's no secret that in the diversity that is the American workforce, there are workplace environments that include multi-generational teams, teams that have people that span generations from baby boomers to those that include themselves in the MZ generation, the millennials, the Gen Zers, and all age groups in between. While blatantly illegal, at least in the United States, to discriminate against older workers, some companies go out of their way to try and limit their exposure to multi-generational teams through the use of their recruiting ad campaigns and their HR teams. In their job postings, they will include such statements such as, candidates will be expected to work in a dynamic, fast-paced environment, or the ideal candidate is a digital native, or seeking recent college graduates. All of these examples are aimed at keeping older workers from joining their firms, and unfortunately, they're used with a great deal of success to keep older workers from joining firms, even with all the age discrimination laws that we have currently on the books. Nevertheless, a majority of firms have people of all generations in their workforce, and this can provide a huge challenge to leadership. Leaders and managers must understand and respond to the unique needs of this multi-generational workforce if their teams are going to be productive. And it all starts with leadership. If the leadership of the organization is not tuned in to the needs of all generations and the potential conflicts between these various age groups on the teams, their teams can quickly become dysfunctional, unpredictable, and unproductive. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast. How does a leader manage teams that span across generations? Is it even possible to do that? So exactly how do you lead multi-generational teams? It's a timely issue today, and as always, I have my own unique spin on this topic. Number one, as I just said earlier, it starts with leadership and leadership that people feel they can trust. This is an important starting point for everyone on your team, whether they're 18 or whether they're 60. Let me tell you about a real-life occurrence that happened at a management conference that illustrates this concept. At this particular management concept, the speaker was about to give what he thought was an eloquent speech about the importance of inspirational leadership. At the beginning of his speech, he asked his audience the single question, what is the most important thing about leadership? Well, he related that he expected his audience who were full of CEOs, to talk about vision, communication, goals, or any number of issues. But what happened stunned him. A voice from the back of the room shouted out, Before you can inspire others to do great things, they have to know you care about them. The presenter was stunned. What the person at the back of the room had said was so profound that the conference leader had asked him to repeat what he said so everyone in the audience could hear him. Before you can inspire leaders to do great things, they have to know that you care about them. So the speaker went on to say, 
well, at that point, we could have ended the conference because there was nothing that I could have said that was more profound than that. Well, this story certainly got my attention because what this business leader had related was so true. Whether your staff is 18 or 65 years old, whatever their specific generational expectations may be, you cannot inspire your people to care about your company's vision or goals or even their specific tasks unless they know you care about them first. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that you have to get together with some sort of new age kumbaya session and get all touchy-feely with your staff. Not at all. Your staff will tolerate a wide range of management behavior from the tough guy behavior to the gentler, kinder type of leader as long as they know that you genuinely care about them and their professional well-being. They have to know that they can go to you with their problems and you won't blow up every time there's a crisis. They have to know that you care about their careers and their professional development and they expect you to be that positive liaison between them and the corporation. That's what your staff expects of your leadership. And it doesn't matter if they're 18 or if they're 65. If they don't feel like they can trust you, if they don't feel like you can care about them, they will be hard to lead no matter what their age. As a leader who leads a multi-generational team, You also have to make sure that you take generational expectations into consideration and do not show favorites based on age. In fact, you should be looking to make the most of the advantages that each generation brings to the table. Your older generations, especially those in their 50s and especially those in their 60s, are looking to the end of the road. That is, they're looking to retirement. They'll talk about it, dream about it, and even be distracted by it. Yet, It's a fact of their life. As a leader, don't dismiss it. It's important to them. While you don't have to encourage it, especially if you don't want to lose them as a valued employee, you certainly don't want to be dismissive of it either. So how do you lead your older staff? You do it by tapping into their knowledge, their experience, and their expertise, and taking steps to find ways to capture their institutional knowledge and pass it on to the next generation. Don't be that leader who, upon learning that a specific person has retired, find out all too late that they failed to pass on critical knowledge about the business operation to their coworkers. This happens far too often in corporate management because unfortunately, in spite of all our age discrimination laws, there's still a lot of built-in hidden bias toward our older baby boomers who are soon to retire. Okay, so what about your millennials and your youngest generation, your Gen Z employees? How do you lead them? First, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about how to lead younger employees and that somehow they have different needs that have to be accounted for. Now, I will be the first to admit that these generations grew up with modern technology as almost an extension of themselves in a manner that older workers could have never imagined. And they seem to be always on, always looking at their smartphones, always hooked into social media. And it seems, to this older person anyway, that they're almost hooked up always to that internet IV. But what I have found 
that as a leader of both millennials and Gen Z employees is that when you peel back their absolute addiction to technology and their seemingly unreasonable demands, they're not so different to lead than your more mature staff. While their expectations are very different than your older workers, they still have this inherent need to feel that you, as their leader, care about their professional development. The main differences that I've experienced between my older staff and my younger staff is that the younger staff is certainly a lot more energetic than their more mature peers. They want to prove that they're capable of ever more responsibility, and most of them get very disappointed if they're not recognized for their efforts and their specific achievements. Whereas your more mature staff might be disappointed if they're not recognized for their achievements, a lack of recognition for achieving results can be devastating to your younger staff. I have even seen junior members of teams that I've worked on simply move on because they felt management didn't value their work. When you talk to the management team, however, managers seem genuinely surprised that these employees leave. Well, again, they have a real need to be recognized for their achievements. This is just a fact. As a leader, you have to be sensitive to this need for recognition. You need to acknowledge that your younger staff, when they're making valued contributions to the team and the company, and because your younger staff expects to be continually challenged and move up as soon as they can, you need to provide them opportunities for them to expand their horizons and put them in more challenging positions when it's clear that they are up to the task. You have to realize, of course, that this does apply also to your more mature workforce. If you have older people who are good performers, they expect recognition as much as your younger workforce does. It's just been my experience that your more mature staff will tolerate a lot more indifference from leadership than your younger staff. Your younger staff feels less bounded and committed to any specific company or position than some of your older staff does. Many of the younger workers, especially your, your younger knowledge workers, refuse to tolerate a lot of poor leadership from corporate managers that the more mature staff would just put up with and press on. In the end, however, I find that if you pay attention to the specific needs of your employees, making sure that they know that you care for them and their professional achievements, and that you have been able to pass on the vision of the company, give them the authority to do their job, the tools to master their craft, and provide a compelling purpose for what they do, they will respond to your leadership, whether they're 18 or whether they're 65. Because showing that you care will take into account their different generational needs. And your attention to their professional needs and transparent communication of their goals will serve to inspire them to do their best because they will feel that they're valued members of the team. How do I know this works? Because I've lived it. And I've seen that this style of leadership works on all different types of team for staff of all different ages. I've served in leadership roles for many different types of organizations. And I've worked with people of all ages. And I have found that demonstrating caring leadership that provides opportunities for autonomy in the job, providing the employees with the tools to master their craft, and providing my staff with a real sense of purpose inspires the staff no matter how old or how young they are. It inspires them to high levels 
of productivity and high levels of achievement. And I'm confident that these leadership tools will work for you as well as they have worked for me. Well, that's all I have for you today. It's good to be back, and I'll talk to you soon.